Manhattan is getting congestion pricing. Now the decision: who gets to avoid paying as much as twenty dollars every time they enter the city? Tennessee has all lanes open after part of a bridge collapsed onto live traffic, and why Virginia is seeing more pedestrians killed than ever. I'm Rob Sanders with your transportation news update. Transportation planners at MTA in the NYC are eyeballing $15 billion in transit upgrades and expansion. State-of-the-art signals, new trains, subways and buses, 50 additional accessible subway stations. Now that money will come from bonds, and those bonds will be paid off using new congestion pricing tolls, which should come to the city in the next couple of years. City and state leaders approved those last month. Congestion pricing is electronic tolls. Every motorist will have to pay each time and every time they drive south of 60th Avenue into the bustling streets of lower Manhattan. It's sort of a tax on cars, which discourages people from driving into the city. The revenue is redistributed to improving mass transit. The idea being that will encourage people to take trains or buses instead and make the streets a little less crowded for those who still have to use them. And so for those people whose jobs rely on driving a vehicle into Manhattan, congestion pricing does act as a tax on their livelihoods. So they want to be exempt from the charge. Police and fire are exempt already, and cars carrying disabled people are exempt. Now, the New York Times reports truckers are actively lobbying to also be exempt. And taxi drivers, they're starting to write letters. The governor of New Jersey wants residents of his state to get a discount on the charge, and motorcyclists want an exemption, too. Now, planners in Philadelphia and in Los Angeles are watching this very closely. They want to bring congestion pricing to their cities, too. But that won't happen if New York is a failure. So from their perspective, there's a lot at stake. Polls currently show more than half of New Yorkers oppose the plan. Interstate 75 has had bad luck with bridges falling down. Atlanta drivers won't soon forget 2017's fiery collapse of a 90-foot-long bridge. And while that was being fixed, it snarled traffic for months. Now, Tennessee has sort of had its own miniature version that they're working on. Somebody in what must have been a very big vehicle hit the guardrail of a flyover at the I-75 and I-24 interchange, and a huge chunk of concrete broke off. That had TDOT crews scrambling to get all the lanes back open which they have. That interchange originally opened in the 1950s, and the state is planning on replacing it in the future. As for the crashing culprit, the one who broke the barrier, well, police tell a local TV station it's sort of a needle in a haystack to find that person, so they really aren't looking. They hope the truck driver's company reports it to TDOT, which they are legally supposed to do. $160 million is the price tag to fix all the roads and bridges which floods messed up across Nebraska in March. And it's going to take the state months of construction to get there and get everything reopened. To keep people up to date on their progress, NDOT has launched a very good website with a very terrible URL. dot.nebraska.gov slash news hyphen media slash Nebraska hyphen flood hyphen 2019. You might want to just use Google. Colorado lawmakers have bumped up new highway spending to a cool $300 million. That's $70 million more than they originally planned, but not quite as much as the extra $100 million Colorado Republicans had pushed to get. But it's a compromise amount their Democratic colleagues call a responsible balance. Pennsylvania's legislature has authorized $55 million in new transportation projects. 
And Rhode Island's DOT wants lawmakers to fund $200 million to repair aging viaducts along Interstate 95 in Providence. Pedestrian deaths in Virginia have reached an all-time high. In 2018, just one calendar year, over 120 people were hit by cars and died. That's about double what it was a decade ago. The director of DMV in Virginia blames distracted driving. In a nod to HBO's Game of Thrones, Oklahoma DOT is launching a new work zone campaign, Game of Cones. The goal is to draw attention to the 65 people who were killed in Oklahoma's work zones over the past five years, four of whom were ODOT workers. For more transportation news, zooming right into your phone just about every couple of days, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And for some fun, in-depth videos about transportation, all the fun topics that relate directly to it, like what Texas roads do wrong, open YouTube and search for Road Guy Rob. Thanks for listening.